Okay, so um, I think I will try to find uh, times and opportunities to weave in what I didn't get to say this morning um, in the days that follow. And instead now, I want to experiment a little bit. Um, in the past, some some of you may, may uh, have encountered it on the web or, or in person, um, I've talked a little bit about movement and its relationship with soul and the imaginal, and also about mudra, gesture. Um, and I gave some instructions, and I was trying to encourage a sort of inclusion of that exploration in, in the larger scope of the practice we're doing here. One of the things I said, and I want to offer it again as an instruction, is that um, sometimes we, you're practicing and there's an image, and you're with that image and you're connected to that image and moved, the soul is moved by that image. And sometimes the image is in motion. For instance, uh, recently I've had some I- images of dancers, so the image is one of movement, or the image might not be in movement. But you feel a sense of something moving in the energy body is part of the interaction with the image. Now, an instruction, a totally uh, valid, kosher part of our practice now is that you can let it move the body. Okay? In here, when we're sitting, as long as it's not too noisy. Okay? So that's a part of, of the practice. Um, or our walking periods, we could now call them movement periods. So they may look like walking up and down slowly, like it usually looks in our culture. Or it may look like something very different. And you're letting the image be embodied uh, with all the same sensitivity and care and mindfulness and r- relational um, nuances, etc. So, okay? Second option, which I also mentioned whenever I introduced this, is that sometimes what happens is uh, it it feels more fruitful sometimes. The same thing is going on, but the physical body is completely still. And the dance is still going on. And the energy body is as if it feels two things at once. It can feel this body sitting still, and it can feel the movements of the dance, or, or whatever. So the outer so-called body is still, but the energy body is moving, and and that's part of what you're paying attention to. Clear? So this, you can do this, if you want to explore this in practice sometimes, you can do it in two ways. And I would encourage you to actually do it not, not always one way or the other, just to see, to experiment. So sometimes image is other. Uh, I have an image that I'm in relationship to, and that image is other. And it might be that the movement, that image is is not a moving image, it's a still image, but maybe I feel devotion, for example, towards that image. And maybe the movement that I then embody is a devotional gesture or something like that. Um, or, or or a gesture of receiving somehow. Or it could be, could be anything, yeah? Or sometimes when we're working with an image, you become the image. I am, I am that dancer or whatever it is. And then, then I might move in relationship to the world. Yes, the image in relationship to the world. 
Is clear enough? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to reiterate and open up that that instruction, open up that possibility. Um, so as I've talked about this in the past, but I want to just see what happens if we put a bit more emphasis and attention uh, on it now and explore it a bit more. One of the things, I think I've already said it on this retreat, you know, when the soul-making gets going, it's like a fire. It will It will reach out and it will catch everything. Not necessarily all at once, probably not all at once. So that different aspects uh, and domains of our being um, get get drawn in and involved in in the soul making. They become soulful. They they become infused with eros and that uh, whole eros psyche logos dynamic. So one of them will be body. One of them will be movement. One will be you know, gesture. The, at some point, if you pursue this kind of thing, it will start to involve every aspect of the being. Yeah. Um, uh, voice as well, which is something we'll play with a little bit. Um, when I introduced it before, and I can't remember when it was, maybe two years ago, I don't remember actually, and I talked, I talked about mudra, these sort of subtle hand gestures, and I think it was perhaps, uh, not so attuned as a teaching. It was probably, probably just too subtle for, for where a lot of people were at, and, um, that's fine, it's there floating around somewhere. Um, and, so now I would like to do it in a way that's kind of not just subtle, some subtle stuff, but also some really not, not very subtle stuff. Um, and also, and I did mention this before, uh, it would be great if we could normalize this in the culture. You know, um, when I introduced it, it was, it was interesting how, how few people seem to pick up on it. And I think one of the things is just a social pressure. So, you know, it's supposed, it looks a certain way. And again, we're back into meditation habit and meditation mindset and attitude and conception. So that generally what looks normal in here is this. Of course, if, when the postman comes, it doesn't, <laughs> this is after all these years, he thinks it's pretty weird that people walking up and down like that or sitting still like this. So it's like how much we're, um, shaped and constrained by culture. And can we actually start to normalize this kind of, uh, what we might call the, the, the soulfulness direction in movement. Can we normalize that in this culture? And so sometimes we, we feel a little bit shy or it's not okay. So there's a, um, a desire for that. Why are we doing, <coughs> why? What's the intention here? Um, actually, I would say two, two things primarily. Um, and I want to point this out because it can be quite easy, I think, to, to sort of, Grab hold of these kind of things with with a with all kinds of other intentions, okay? Which is fine and and great, but I'd like to kind of highlight some possibilities that are um, a bit more honed in terms of what they're intending, what the purpose is. And one is, and I think it's really really important, although not so dramatic, is to sense and see, uh, to have the capacity more more often, more available to sense and see everyday movements, your everyday movements, your friends' everyday movements, and gestures and voice, to the capacity to sense that as soul. Yeah? Just moving my hand, or, or the, the, the voice, the sound of the voice, and, and the fact of the, the, the mystery of the information, whatever, what, whatever it, what is it to perceive movement, gesture, voice as soul, and to have that as just part of the 
the, the healing of perception that we're trying to open up. Um, to sense with soul and as soul. Okay, so that's actually primary. Second uh, intention here is to open up the range and the channels of soul. Open up the range and the channels of soul. Um, so we're not trying to, and we're going to do some exercises in a minute, movement stuff. We're not trying to kind of develop into these sort of movement artists, um, just able to do amazing stuff and kind of channel their soul in, in their movement, um, in some wonderful way. I mean, fantastic when that, when you witness something like that, it's just gorgeous, you know. Um, but that's not what we're kind of aiming for here. I mean, if it happens, great. Um, but that's, it's more these two other intentions, to sense everyday movement, voice, gesture as soul, and to open up the range and channels of possibility for soul. Okay, so when we talk about, when we, when we start to do this and we talk about this, it's, it's quite a lot, and some of this in different ways might be a stretch, in, in different ways, for uh, m- many of us in this room. So really, like with all this stuff, to think of it as a kind of gradual evolution, people will be in very different, people are in very different places. Their relationship with their body, their relationship with movement, their, all that. It's just, so it's, it's very normal and it's really okay. So if we think, um, you know, it's quite a big deal just to be mindful of the body, isn't it? And to be in the body and aware of what movement feels like. Most insight meditation, most, most of the training is either sitting still or walking up and down. So what is it to do other kinds of movements? Still just have that really basic mindfulness. So that's one level. And it might be, well, actually that's the level that I'm kind of working on right now. Super. Absolutely super. It's just, you have to kind of pitch, pitch where, where my edge is, where my growing is. Okay. Then we've talked about energy body. So it might be actually to be aware of the kind of more subtle energy body effects of certain movements. It's a slightly different thing than just the mindfulness of sensation. Then there's the whole issue, you know, another kind of stage or aspect of this is just what about self-consciousness and kind of social anxiety? Um, if you have to wiggle in a certain way in public or, or whatever it is. Um, so that's a whole kind of territory or level to, to kind of, that might be an edge and might be just, oh, this is what I'm kind of looking into, you know, with, with this. Um, just having a connection between self and movement. I don't know if you can see that for some people there's a very direct connection with self and movement. For other people it's, it's much more blocked. It doesn't flow. There's something a little constrained there. Wherever we're at with this, whatever reasons and history, it's really fine. But these are all different aspects of what we can be kind of um, slowly looking at, opening up, etc. Another aspect is the freedom to move, the fluidity. And again, you can see sometimes it's really there. A person is very fluid in their body and free to move in different ways. Sometimes they're not there. And it's, it's really, it's, it's perfect, whatever it is, and there's room to grow. Uh, and what is it to be able to express with with movement and through movement? There's a, there's a starting to be more of a connection with soul there. And then, as I said, what is it to sense with soul and as soul? To actually sense movement imaginally, my movement, your movement, whoever. And there's a possibility of becoming soul movement artist or something. That's not what we're aiming for. 
And it really is, I want to say, so it's kind of like there's, there's pictures here. Everyone's different. We're all got very different histories with this, different practices. So wherever you are, it's good. It's really okay. And there's going to be something to kind of learn and explore. Okay. Um, Okay, so why don't we um, play with this a little bit? And uh, I'm I'm not going to do it. I've done something to my ribs and my back, and I need to be really careful at the moment. So I'm I'm actually not going to. But in a way, that's a teaching because for anyone who it feels like this is not okay for my body, if we do certain movements, just either don't do it or find a movement that somehow seems related or similar that is okay for your body. Really don't damage, don't damage anything, okay? And, did you want to say something? And, and also, if something feels like just a bit too much of a stretch for the soul, you know, that's okay too. And, and just, you know, either leave it for now or come back to that later or whatever, yeah? Um, so why don't we, um, Start by moving the mats again to to the side, and then we'll we'll see what we can do here. So you, if we can be kind of homogenous in the room, so there's just the sort of, given the number of people, just the maximum possible space between us, uh, which isn't very much, but still. So yeah, you'll have to excuse me. I'm just going to either sit or stand for this. I, I, I don't feel my body is able to do it at the moment. Okay, so um, why don't we just start with, yeah, find a space. Um Start with just fe- feeling the connection with the, with the ground. Yeah, and feeling the whole body. Is there the possibility? Is there the possibility to? Yeah, come here. Uh, is there the possibility? Feeling your body. To feel your body is blessed, whatever is the condition of your body, health-wise, appearance-wise, skill-wise. Can you sense your body is blessed? Okay. And maybe just starting by doing um, a few of those sort of Tai Chi twists, which Catherine will demonstrate, you know, where you <laughs> s- swing your arms. You know. um, it doesn't have to be wide swinging, yeah, like, like Leela is doing, like that. Just, just to loosen the body a little bit. Really, let's try and use all the space. So, um, <clears throat> and just, just, yeah, that's great. And then, 
actually just whatever your body, whatever movements your body needs to do right now, just to loosen it up a bit. And bring the mindfulness there. So the whole body is filled with awareness, just feeling what this feels like. Yeah? There's always some problem or other with the body, uh, so it's never going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah? Okie dokie. Now, it's a little crowded in here, but um, I wonder actually if we could just take this, these two and put them up, then we just have a little more gangway. Okay, thank you. Exercise number one, or game number one, let's, let's do it that way. Game number one. <laughs> game number one is you're drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're completely plastered. <laughs> Off your rocker, okay? And you, and you're walking around the room. <laughs> okay. Ready? So, I should, I should, uh, this, this is actually just a bit of a, more of a loosener, but, um, yeah. Well, I don't, so I won't give extra instructions for this one, but that, just see how much you can give yourself to being totally, what is it? Blotto. Yeah. Okay. And how does that, how does that, um, uh, it, show itself <laughs> in the movements, okay? So just just get into it as much as you can. You can, yeah, wandering around, you can use the whole space and um, yeah, take care not to harm each other. Um, <laughs> but but just, so let's just do that for a while and then I'll add different layers and yeah. <laughs> I can watch it. Can drunk people get excited about something? <laughs> At least for as many moments before they forget what it is that they're excited about. And how would such a person move? Beautiful. And now, with the magic of the mindfulness bell, this drunken <laughs> lout is transformed into mindful stillness. Beautiful, lovely. That was really great. Okay. Yeah? Let's take a, just a few breaths. Mm. Hard work being drunk. Um, okay, just again, feel the feet. Feel the whole body. 
the breath come and go, animating the body, giving its blessings to the body, receiving breath. Can you feel this body is blessed? Can you know this body is blessed? Second game, um, I might need someone to demonstrate this, so, uh, is that okay for you? Yeah, so, um, what is it <coughs> to engage in a movement, let the body express something or be carried by something, um, where there's ferocity, power, uh, um, courage, uh, all the, I can't really need to be careful, but, um, all the energy and intention is in the legs, squat, the connection with the earth. There's power coming from the belly and from the root, and it's there and there's strength, and the body uh, is expressing this courage and this ferocity and power. Scary. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's good. That's exactly. It, it actually is partly. It's scary, you know. It's intended to show. I'm. Um, um, it's a warrior. Okay. Maybe that's a way of putting it. It's a warrior. Yeah. In a minute. So. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Are you okay with the tongue? Yeah. So, the whole body expresses this. It's a lot in the in the body and the hips and the belly, and feeling that connection, that power. It's really about power and strength and this unmovable warrior determination. Uh, and it also comes out the mouth in a couple of ways. You okay with that? <laughs> um, are you okay with that? So, if you watch Catherine, the 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 tongue comes out in this. Yeah, but it's not. It's, you know, you can conduct it. You can tell me when to go. <laughs> yeah, like those gargoyles or tantric, wrathful deities in the tongue, in the voice, the throat. Everything's coming out. The chest, the whole body's involved there. Okay, that's also quite tiring, um, probably. And and the eyes. Can you can you do that? See that? Can people see that? The eyes are... You okay with this? Yeah. Um, so the, the whole body is channeling something, embodying something, expressing something. Um, so probably doing that would also probably go hoarse a little bit. So, so do it in kind of cycles. You know, do it a little bit and then pause a little bit and then do it. So, I don't know how you feel about this. Would it feel more comfortable to do it facing a wall? If it does, just do it. Yeah, if you feel like you'd rather not kind of put this, uh, you know, not want anyone to watch you or you're concerned or you don't want to see it, just just do it facing a wall. Yeah? Do you get this one? You want to try? Um, so let's let's try that. This is you are some kind of wrathful deity or warrior or whatever. 
Just do it in your, in your own rhythm, in your own time. That's super. Okay. Um, now, now we add the other, the other levels of this. It's like, so going back to what I was saying before, there's different levels of, if you like, awareness or, um, sens- sensitivities as you're doing this. So the body is doing something and then the awareness can pick up all kinds of things. I mean, one thing can be just what does it feel like to, to, to stand like that? What does it feel like in the throat? What does my face feel? It's just simple mindfulness of sensations. Um, but then there's also what does it do in the energy body? What imi- can, and then there's a whole other level of sensing it with soul, possibly, possibly. So it's not like there's a right or wrong. It's more like what can I notice here? And uh, it, it may be that the whole thing, if you like, becomes image a little bit. Does it make sense if I say that? Yeah. So you, it, it you, 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 the sense, the sensibility, the sensitivity picks up on different aspects or nuances of the whole, the whole experience. Like, what do I notice here, and at what level? And any of it is good. Is that okay? So let's do another round of that. You can do a few. Take, you know, you, you probably some of you will hurt your voice if you just do it continuously. So do it, do it in rhythms, and see, see what happens. Fabulous. Okay. Good. It's quite tiring, yeah? Or, or, yeah? Okay, wh- why are we doing this? Um, so, why are we doing this? this? is a good question. Um, let me just check. I'm a little disorganized. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says here... <laughs> Um, so, uh, so, so the, the, the purpose here is not, um, to prescribe a kind of soul expression. Now you all need to, this is what you, all of you need, or, or this person or that person needs. Um, nor is it the kind of, sometimes what you get is kind of like, oh, we're supposed to kind of balance our archetypes. So I have my, whatever this screaming warrior is, and then I have my, I don't know, little angelic, cherub sort of uh, image or, or whatever it is um we're not in this in this system we're not aiming for some kind of wholeness as a balance of or a complete set of archetypes sort of that, that are all in perfect balance so, some systems do that that's not what we're going for okay it's rather to open up the channels of possible soul um images energies movements postures expressions the emphasis on possible, so that if soul at any time 
wants to flow that way, um, it is available. It's not, it's not a, a no entry. So that certain, certain images can constellate. You know, the, the mind affects the body, but the body affects the mind. And if the body is not open in a certain way, sometimes the mind won't, won't open in certain ways. It won't go down certain, certain things won't arise. Certain images, certain energies, certain expressions, certain characters. Does this make sense? Um, <clears throat> so if, if soul wants to, or has a, a sort of momentary impulse to go in a certain direction and it's blocked or it's rusted or broken, then that thing cannot manifest. It cannot fly either internally or externally. Um, mind and body mutually dependent. So they feed each other. Um, and I mentioned, I think this this morning, we're not, we're not aiming for some kind of catharsis. Like I'm really angry and if I kind of bellow in this way, like then I'll be, it will be out of my system and gone uh, and purified. We're actually more trying to loosen, loosen possible channels, uh, if you like, or avenues of expression um, and embodiment in the body, in gesture and movement, in energy, and therefore in psyche, so that they become an available color, an available style, an available resource, an available image or archetype. Yeah. Um, like when we talked about frustration and dynamism this morning. Uh, okay, one more thing, and we'll try something else. Um, and I mentioned this too, you know, for many of us, so we're creatures of habit. The mind, the mind is, one way of understanding what the mind is, is a set of habits, and the body is also a set of habits. Like we get um, energy and expression, gesture, get crystallized into certain habits. And sometimes what happens is there's a habit of the energy body and, and even the amount of energy to be limited. Um, and as I said, sometimes it's not obvious. It's not at all obvious in a person, unless you're really thinking this way and kind of attuned in this way. And the person doesn't even think, realize that or notice it. Um, everything's fine and functional, but there's actually a limit on what manifests in terms of how much energy, what kinds of energy, what kinds of images, and what kinds of then um, mental and, and uh, experiences in consciousness. Um, so partly, partly one of the things we're doing is getting used to just having more energy and more energy flowing. And sometimes that can be really like, oh, I'm just not used to, used to this. Um, so I think I mentioned, you know, just on a much more subtle level, that long breath that we played with very briefly on the opening, on the first day, that also gives more energy. And sometimes people spending more time with that, they get used to having more energy. When the energy is limited in different ways, the energy body is limited, then also the emotions and the images, get, everything gets can get limited and constrained. Okay, so let's try something else. Um... Uh, I think, yeah, would you mind doing this one as well? So Catherine's going to demonstrate. Um, is, this is a jumping from something quite gross that we just did to something much more subtle, okay? Can you stand up? So Catherine will demonstrate. See, so you can see Catherine. Um, so just standing with her, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe if, if, if people sit, some people sit down near the front, then, then the others can see. Good idea, thank you. Um, so, hip, arms, I mean, feet are sort of hip width, hip width apart and, and loose at the knees. And, uh, 
really, really subtle movement, really not dramatic. The head is just tilting up and down, repeated tilting, slowly tilting up and down. That's it. Actually, that's one part of it. And if you want the arms can outstretch as you, which is okay for me to do that. Yeah, so there's really not much to it. The arms are outstretched and the head tilts up and down. And yeah. So already she's noticing something, I don't quite know what yet, but this noticing could be in any level. So of course you move the head or you hold the arms out and there's just physical sensations and we all know that mindfulness, but there's probably movements in the energy body. There's probably some kind of subtle emotion being, being constellated by the movement and possibly an image, uh, imaginal sense constellating of that body in movement. You don't have to share, but do you want to say a little bit or not? <clears throat> I can, the first sense I have is a heart sense of a kind of um, tender, uh, it feels like some kind of ascent, not ascent, but like a, yeah, it's another kind of a, a supplication in the heart, my heart would offer itself. Ascent means to, ascent. to say yes to something. So you can already hear in what she's saying, there's already a sacredness there. So she's tuning the level of attention, not that this is right or wrong, but there's tuning right to a soul level with the emotional level. It's all quite subtle. Do you want to say more? Is that good? Have you got more to give? There's a shyness in some kind of become more humble. Okay, beautiful. Thank you very much. Yeah. So it's not like this is exactly what's going to happen if you stand like this and wiggle your head up and down. It may, it might be something, sorry, it might be something completely different. Um, it doesn't, what's important is the sensitivity and the particularity, and particularity means individuality. So just what, and, and it might be just, okay, not, not much happens, or I don't notice much apart from the bare sensations, but there's a direction here, and as I said, wherever we are is just completely fine. So should we try this together, this one? <coughs> Yeah, just enough room to why don't you come come into the space a little bit. Yeah. And so the arms are outstretched and the palms sort of facing forward. And there's not an exact posture. So just find kind of what feels somehow like it's a fruitful or helpful one in whatever ways that is. And then very slowly, and again at whatever pace and whatever range of movement, both feels doable and comfortable and not harmful to your body. And also somehow right. You moving the head, tilting it up and down.
and bringing this receptivity of sensitivity and fine noticing to that. So actually, the key thing is not the movement. The key thing at this point is the sensitivity. And that can be at all different levels. So where's your playground of discovery for this particular exercise? What level or domain of attention and sensitivity? And if it's simple, basic mindfulness, then that's beautiful and wonderful. And if the whole, somehow the movement itself becomes imaginal, becomes image, that's also beautiful. Your experience, your body, your care. just coming the arms down to the side and the body to stationary, to stillness. Feeling the contact with the floor, feeling the air on the body. Is it possible to know this body as blessed? mystery of movement, the mystery of a sensitive body, a sensitive soul, all kinds of sensitivities. Can you know this body is blessed? Okay. The next exercise, some of you may be sort of familiar with it. Again, it's quite a subtle one, reasonably subtle one. It's just a small smile. Eyes shut. And just as much of a smile as feels happen, what happens? Again, bringing the sensitivity there, what do you notice? In the whole body, in the consciousness, in the soul, at whatever level, in whatever way. Just a small smile. And then you might let it go and then rest for a while and bring it back and just notice the ripples from this tiny movement. The ripples in the energy body, in the consciousness, in the being. Let your whole body be open 
to whatever reverberations of such a small movement. What effect does that have on the heart? On the soul? Maybe becomes imaginal in some way. Maybe not. It's all it's all fine. So what can I see? What can I sense? call it a half smile. And just play with how much and what it does. Letting that one go. Again, just coming into contact with the floor, the sensations of the feet on the floor. Okay, this next one is a vocal, a vocalization. And we're going to hiss. Okay? Um, And you can try it two ways. Try it just with a s. And that might be, you know, have all kinds of emotional uh, flavors with it. So you see what that is. Um, just with the voice. And then do it sometimes um, with the voice and anything the body wants to do with it. Does that make sense? So, in your own time, in your own space, in your own rhythm with this as well. So hissing. Hiss. And again, find the pitch of the attention and sensitivity. Whether it's simple mindfulness, or energy, or image, or emotion, or some or all of those. Sometimes just the voice, and sometimes the voice and the body, however it wants to be. And again, the key is sensitivity as much as anything, and noticing.
And if it's if it doesn't feel right for you, if it feels like it's just a step too far, any of this, remember you you don't have to do it. Last few seconds of hissing. (laughs) And then letting yourself again come to stillness. Sense of contact with the floor, a sense of the whole body. (coughs) Opening your eyes, taking in the room. Okay, the last little game. is is optional as as all these are, um, and I think actually Catherine and I would demonstrate. Is that is that okay? So um, this, yeah. Um, well, we can sit and do the cushions. So it's in it's in pairs. So if you don't want to be in a pair, and if you don't want to do this, then you can just while we do the while the people do it who want to do it in pairs who are okay with that, um, do that. Then you can just move however you want your body to move and the attention is on yourself and what that movement feels like or what you want to do, okay? But it is in pairs and what we would do, so it, well, so yeah, so some people sit so we can see. So if you, um, you can find partners in, in the minute, don't worry about that yet. So, but if you're working with someone in a pair, then if either both stand or both sit, yeah? So do you have a preference? Okay, so, so, so we're gonna both stand. In other words, we're at the same level, yeah? And, is that okay? So, I'm gonna, we're gonna face each other. Probably, should we, is it easier that way? Um, so we're, I don't know, two or three feet apart, something like that. Um, wondering if it'd be better kneeling or sitting, Jenna. Um, so you can you can decide whether you want to sit or 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 stand. Um, so, um, oh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Thanks. Um, we'll skip the bit. We're going to play with the balance of attention and just kind of arriving together when we when we do it. I'll guide that. But for now, I probably feel like being a bit closer. So, so having played with the balance of attention, then. Um, one of the one of the pairs, one of the pair, will move, can move in any way they want to move, and the other is still and witnessing. And both people are paying attention in this in this in this uh, with all the sensitivity at what happens. So. Um, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> um, if, if Catherine will move in a sec, my job is just to witness and I'm bringing my whole energy body into relationship, in, into, into the witnessing. I'm knowing with my, not just my eyes, with my whole body. And so she might move and m- move. I'm tuning to your body. Um, I think you'll be conscious of it, but primarily you're just moving how you want to move, but you'll, you'll feel me in relationship. But, um, 
My job is to notice how her movement impacts my energy body, or my soul, or my emotion, or or my mind, or, or whatever it is. Yeah, again, so there's a pitching of the attention to what feels most fruitful. Does that make enough sense? Yeah. Um, I might, although some might be hard to articulate. So you don't, when we do it together, when you guys do it in pairs, you don't have to report, I felt this, or da da da. It's just, you just notice, and then, and then you'll swap. Yeah. So, do you want to? So first we would, yeah, we were going to do the balance of attention, we come into a relationship, and then, um, do you want to, are you okay with it? Yeah? Yeah. So that's the other, she's, she's listening to herself, and what, um, feels like it's, what kind of movement is, is called for. And that will depend, you know, on me, it will depend on her, and the day, and all kinds of things. The room, the space is part of it, all kinds of, Every, all of you guys <laughs> staring at her thinks, what's she going to do then? Um, <laughs> um, all, all that stuff. So everything is dependent arising, okay? Yeah. And it takes the time it takes. And if it's subtle, great. And if it's not subtle, also great. And what about eyes? Yeah. So eyes are optional, contact, or not contact, or you can go in and out. So don't, sometimes when we do this pair thing, I think there's a bit of a pressure, like I have to lock eyes, and if I don't, I'm a sissy, and um, <laughs> I've got to like stay there, and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> when are they going to ring the bell? Um, so it's like, you know, that that's actually not how human interactions are, and, um, well, proper, proper <laughs> healthy ones. <laughs> So, so, you know, let, let it be, let it be, sometimes there's contact. Already when we made eye contact, I could feel something. So there's a lot here, you know, just the, 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 the contact there, and it does something. I can feel it in my heart, I can feel it in my energy body. So there's a lot of possibility here for sensitivity, but neither of us have to remain gl- glued with eye contact. We can, or we can go in and out, or not, or, or whatever. But obviously I need to have some kind of, I need to have my eyes open to some extent to, to see her move, yeah. No, that, that's great. So I'm complete. I'm oh, I'm completely still. I'm not doing anything. And occasionally a bit of a smile came or whatever. But but basically I'm not moving. She's moving. We did this um, a few days ago just as an experiment uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the movement was a lot more elaborate. But it, in a way, it's really great. There there was very very little. It was really quite subtle. Um, but again, if I'm if I'm attentive, I can see actually with each even movement of her eyes. They're just changing the direction of the eyes. I, f- I feel it in my energy body, you know. Um, or she, you know. So there's a. It's not what you do. It's just. It's just an exercise in in kind of developing the sensitivity of 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 in in different ways. Yeah. Um, okay. So you don't have to do this. Didn't have to do any of it. I just said at the beginning. But if you want to. Uh, play, then um, find a partner. If you'd rather not, then maybe um, find a space where you can just do your own movement, just for, for the period of this exercise, and, and be focusing on yourself, Sampo Hai. Yeah, you want to, if you're with someone, you, you want to be um, really in, in a, 
you know, a, around them. Like Catherine, if you could see, she, she moved over there, which she didn't when we did it at my house, but, um, <laughs> um, but that's fine. I mean, if she went over there, it would be a bit much because you're going to be like, where's my person amongst all, you know. Um, so, so keep it kind of in a, in a fairly tight orbit if you're going to move it at all. Yeah? Okay. So if you're, if you want to play, if you want to see, um, find a partner and, um, and if not, as I said, just find a space where you can explore your own movement. So we'll, yeah, I'll guide you in because we're going to do a bit with the balance of attention as well. Um, yeah, if, if you need a cushion, sure, get a cushion, but... Um, <clears throat> So one person free. I think so. Is anyone um, who wants a partner without? No? Good. Okie doke. So first thing is actually just shut your eyes and ignore the other person. And just come into your own space, into inhabiting the fullness of your experience, your energy body right now. Whatever is happening in that space. And then not already, without opening the eyes, just being aware of the fact that you have a partner in this exercise sitting in front of you, standing in front of you, and let that in to the, uh, into the consciousness, into your awareness. Just notice what happens with the attention. Does it go all into that fact of someone there or does it kind of have to keep reminding myself that someone's there because I'm mostly in, uh, with myself? And just notice the tendency. Really a lot of kindness with this, whatever you notice. This business of two-ness of attention is not easy. You'd think it was, but it's actually not very easy at all for most people. And you're aware of your energy body, you're aware of your emotions. And just gently, gradually opening your eyes. And you don't have to make eye contact, but you're just bringing more fully the other person's presence into the possibility of your consciousness. And then let's try again this kind of proportion of 80-20. 80% of your uh, attention, if you like, is with your own experience, your own space, your own energy body. And 20 with the other. Sometimes for some people it's more easy sort of this, of a fluid going back and forth. 
an eighth percent of the time, if you like, with yourself and 20 with the other, but there's, there's enough rapidity to make it uh, kind of to stay in touch. So most of the attention on your experience, your energy body, your space, your emotion. And then, is it possible to play with a 50-50? Again, either spread in a kind of whole space of attention or a kind of fluid, kind of back and forth, fairly rapidly between the two of you. So the attention is balanced between the two of you. not an easy exercise. Just you'd think it would be easy. It's not that easy, and that's really okay. We, we get better at it. Let's take a few moments to radiate metta towards your partner. You may know them, you may not know them. Just wishing them well. Wishing them peace and ease well-being and health. Maybe there's eye contact, maybe there isn't, comes and goes, it's all fine. Now, as you're giving the metta, can you also be aware at the same time that you are receiving metta? Again, there's a kind of balance of attention there. You are the recipient right now of goodwill, of well-wishing, of kindness. Giving and receiving both. Now perhaps amongst you, if you can fairly, without too much fuss, decide who's going to be the first mover and who the first witnesser. And and being... (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Okay. So, so the job of the mover is to move in whatever way they feel moved to, um, within this sort of staying in, in the space, um, or even, you know, uh, in one spot. Um, uh, it's a movement that's still somewhat in relationship with your partner. 
And you can move however you want to move. It could be really subtle. It could be quite uh, um, not subtle. Um, uh, and and the job of the witnesser is to... Of course, the mover will also notice what happens as I do this. How do I feel? What happens emotionally? What happens in my energy body, etc.? Um, what image is there of this? How does it feel just in terms of to be witnessed like this? Um, and the witnesser stays stationary and just notices what the effects are in the, in the body, in the energy body, in the emotions, in the soul, at any of it. Okay. Yeah, so when you're ready, uh, mover number one, you'll have probably somewhere between one and two minutes, so don't think you have to choreograph a whole uh, <laughs> ballet uh, thing. Um, <laughs> so between one and two minutes for mover number one, when, when you're ready, please begin. And the last 10 seconds or so. And gradually coming to stillness again. Just checking in, each, both of you, what's reverberating in the body, in the heart, in the mind, in the soul, right now. And offering metta to yourself this mystery that you are and this mystery of body and sensitivity. 
and including your partner in the reach of the metta, in the sphere of metta, so you're offering metta to yourself and to your partner both. Wishing well, wishing ease, wishing happiness. And again, recognize that at this moment, you are the recipient of intentions of well-wishing, of metta, of kindness. They are being directed, beamed your way. Okay, then gently letting the metta intention just drop really, really to the distant background. It's always a base of what we do, but not so conscious. And when you're ready, mover number two can begin. You don't necessarily have to change places. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, so move number two can begin when you feel ready. Again, let the mover, let your movement be at least somewhat in relationship. Be conscious of the relationship as well. You're moving in relation to. And the witnesser with the whole body, the whole senses, all the senses and all the sensitivity witnessing, sensitized, open, noticing. And last 10 or 15 seconds of moving and witnessing.
gradually coming to stillness. Again, the metta, starting with metta to yourself, metta for this body, this instrument, metta to this heart and mind and soul. Perfect where it is, how it is. And then adding, including your partner in the sphere of metta. And recognizing the giving and the receiving simultaneously. You are giving and you are receiving. You are the object of loving-kindness in this moment. Bowing to your partner or some way of thanking them, whatever feels right. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.